the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, a magnificent door of opportunity has been opened to all of us to have a close, intimate, personal relationship with the God who saved us. But unfortunately, although that opportunity is open and made available to all of us, not many of us have walked through to enjoy the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He wants with me and you. One of the reasons why is because many of us don't know how to increase our intimacy with Him. But there are things that the Word of God says that we can do to increase the intimacy between God and me and you. Pathways that each of us can and should follow that will get us to the place where we have the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with us. So come on and let's learn a little bit more today about some of those pathways to a closer, more intimate relationship with God. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Jehoshaphat started in fear, but he entered into peace and praise through setting himself to seek God in prayer. Jehoshaphat started in fear. Remember, he first got the information. He's like, oh, you know, I mean, for real. You mean, you're supposed to do that. Ain't no wrong with that. That'll show you alive. Praise God. There's no lack of faith to get alarmed by what's going on. There's no lack of faith for you to get startled by what's going on. There's nothing wrong with that. There's something wrong with you if you don't. Oh, that don't bother me. You lying. You know it do. Praise God. (laughs) Or something wrong with you. But at the same time, it's not where you start. It's where do you end? It's not where you start. It's where do you end? Joseph had started in fear, but entered into praise and prayer through setting himself, peace and praise, excuse me, through setting himself to seek God in prayer. See, it's in the place of peace and praise founded in prayer that you will see what God, who, who God really is in the midst of your situation. If you get into prayer in the, midst of, in the midst of a place of peace and in the midst of a place of praise, then you'll get a chance to see God for who he really is. Amen. You'll get a chance to see the situations and find out they're not yours, they're really his. Hundredfold back into your life. Amen. You'll find out they're not really yours, they're his. Amen. You think those are your situations. No, those are his situations. Why? Because you're his. Y'all not hearing me up in here. You're his. Hallelujah. I got children. Praise God. Three of them. Beautiful children. Praise God. Highly expensive, but beautiful. Praise God. Amen. 
And their problems are my problems. Their problems are not their problems. Their problems are my problems. So when they got a problem and they come to El Shaddad, <laughs> praise God. <laughs> El Shaddad handles it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. All they have to do is tell me what they need. It's handled. If it's within my power, it's handled. There is no problem. Does that make sense? I'm a natural man. Spiritual, per se, but at the same time, I'm living in the natural world. Praise God, I'm subject to limitations. God's not. And anytime you got a problem, all you got to do is go to your dad. And you'll find out they're not your problems, they're his. Because it's personal. You're his beloved son. You're a close son. So what happens to you is happening to him. And if he got the power to stop it, trust a brother on this one. He will stop it. Oh, yes, say that. Praise God. See, situations and circumstances are designed to take your eyes off of God and put them on the situations and circumstances. But prayer will put your eyes back on God. It'll get your eyes back focused where they're supposed to be. See, prayer will put your eyes back on him who has his eyes on you. Prayer will get you to put your eyes back on him who has his eyes on you. Because one of his names in the Old Testament is El Roy. Praise God. R-O-I. Pronounced Roy. Praise God. Which means he's a God who sees all. He's a God who sees all. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He sees what you're going through. He sees and he cares about you. And he already has a provision there to be able to get you through because he's also Jehovah Jireh, which is the Lord God, our provider. But if you look in the literal, the, the Lord, he's not the Lord, he's not just the Lord God, our provider, but he's the Lord God, our provider for a reason. Why? Because he's the Lord God who has prevision. He's the Lord God that has prevision. And because he has prevision, he has provision because he knows what's coming up. He already got it set up so he can be able to handle that. He knew what you was about to run into because he, he saw it long before you. And he already got the provision already set up for you. That's why he needs you to now turn your eyes toward him so he could show you what he sees. Because when you enter into prayer, you get a chance to see what he sees. Because God will raise you up in heavenly places right with Christ Jesus and say, look around, baby. See what I see. See right there? It's going to end on this day. You're going to be able to make it through. Don't worry about it. You're going to see right here? I got this set up for you right here. You don't have to worry about it. Just go ahead and keep moving. Because I got you. This is good to me, praise God. Because when you got a God that's got prevision and in your provision that sees everything and cares about everything that he sees, you're in good shape. Your job now is to look at him. Don't look at what's going on. Look at him. That's what prayer does. It puts you back in a position to be able to look at him. Hallelujah. See, in the place of prayer, God can speak to you. Because when, you have, when he has prevision, he's already found out what to do. He already knows what to do. And now he'll speak it to you and tell you what you need to do. Yes. See, it's in the place of prayer that God can speak to you concerning your situation. He'll tell you what he sees. He'll tell you what he knows. He'll tell you what you need to do, if anything at all. And, he's, and, and he'll tell you what he's going to do for you, which includes everything, if that's what he needs to do. God said, I got this and I got you. Now, verse 6 through 12 gives us the opportunity to hear Jehoshaphat's prayer. Verses 6 through 12 give us the privilege to be able to hear Jehoshaphat's prayer. Because the Holy Spirit could have just stopped it right there and didn't include the prayer. He could have just told you that he prayed and then show you what God did. But I love that he showed you how he prayed so that we can make sure that when we do go in prayer, we pray the way that Jehoshaphat did. And we don't pray like some of our old deacons did. 
Including 57 our fathers but no faith. Y'all know nothing about what I'm talking about, do you? Praise God. Let's go to verse 6. Praise God. Now we get a chance to hear Jehoshaphat prayer. So he went in the congregation of Judah to praise as well as to peace. Because he prayed from a place of praise and peace. That's what he prayed from, from a place of praise and peace. Not panic, peace. Not complaining, praise. Because before we talk about what he prayed, you need to know how he prayed. Praise God. And said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? Begin to start speaking to him from the position that I know who you are. And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathens? And in thine hand is there not power and might? So that none is able to withstand thee? Art not thou our God? Who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people, Israel, and gavest it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend, forever? And they dwelleth therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us as a sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house, your house, in thy presence, for thy name is in this house and cry unto thee in our affliction. Then, wilt, then thou wilt hear and help. And now behold the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir. Whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But, thy, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold I say how they reward us. I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, will thou not judge them? That word judge right there means pronounce sentence upon them. Listen to the power of this prayer. He ain't coming up before Joseph had begging and snotting and, and sniveling. And don't you say what we're going through. Don't you say what we're going through. <laughs> I've been serving. I've been tithing. I've been giving. I've been, I, I done increased the amount of times I come to church. Now I'm up to two times a month. Praise God. <laughs> hey, it's better than the way it was. Praise God. Amen. Thank God for increase. Praise God. Amen. He ain't come for God. He ain't come for God like that. He came for God talking to God about who he is. What he's already done, what he's already promised, what he already said. He began to return to God what he said, what he promised, what he was about, and what our confidence is in him. And say, aren't you going to judge them? Aren't you going to pronounce sentence upon them? Huh? Huh? For, (laughs) For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do. I like that. He went up there honest. I can't do nothing about this. I ain't got no power. I don't even know what to do, even though I had the power. That's why some of us need to come humble before the Lord. Just tell the truth. Shame the devil. I don't know what to do. It's not like, well, you know, I already know what to do with everything. You know, I was just, I was just praying and stuff just because that's what I'm supposed to do with your proud self. Just going up there and say, I'm, <laughs> I'm hit, baby. They're going to throw me out tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I had no money. 
I ain't got no tifus. I ain't got nothing. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Praise God. Dentures don't fit no more. Because I've been, I've been all, all, I can't even buy polydent. Praise God. Just tell the truth. Shame the devil. Man, I'm upset. I don't know what to do. He said, but our eyes, I like this, how he ended this prayer though. But our eyes are upon you. Our, our focus is upon you. We're not looking at what's going on. We focused on you. And you said, if my eyes stay on you, you will keep me in perfect peace. Woo, this is good right here. But then now we pick up with God's response. Because God's ready to start talking now. But before he started talking, listen to this, verse 13. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their eyes, with, excuse me, with their little ones, their wives and their children. Whole families are there together in prayer. Whole families are there the all night prayer. Praise God. Then upon, check this out. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the, J, the son of J-E-L-L-O, the, 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 the son of Mathaniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. So it, while all this prayer was going on, and they said, I got my focus on you, God then moved it by his spirit and came upon one man in order to be able to talk through that one man. Who did he come on? Jeh- Jehaziel, which means beheld of God. His name is beheld of God, which means God saw him. God had his eyes on him. He said, you got your eyes on me. I got my eyes on you. And now I'm about to speak through one of you. I'm going to speak to Jehaziel. But check out who Jehaziel is. Son of Zechariah. That word Zechariah right there means God has remembered. God has remembered. So so Jehaziel comes from Zechariah. In other words, it's God's remembering that causes us to be beheld of God. It's God's remembering that causes us and births God's beholding of us. See, God remembers you, so he beholds you. God remembers you, so he beholds you. God has not forgot you. How about this? God will never forget you. And because he does not forget you, he watches over you. Because he is, he came to talk through Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaniah, son of Benaniah. That name Benaniah means God has built, which means Zechariah was the son of Benaniah. Zechariah, which means God has remembered, is the son of Benaniah, which means God has built. In other words, that which God has built is what God gives, is what gives birth to his remembering. That which God has built is what gives God's, give birth to his remembering. Let me do it this way. God doesn't forget what he creates. God doesn't forget what he creates. God created you. And God hasn't forgotten you. That's why he remembers you. And that's why, because he keeps beholding you. God has not forgotten you. That's because God is a God of providence. God is a God of providence, which means he takes care of his creation. God takes care of his creation. He looks out over and looks out after that which comes from him. You came from him. So he looks out over and looks out after that which comes from him. Just like I told you, my children don't have a problem. That if they have anything look like a problem, all they got to do is tell me about it and it's handled. 
All you got to do is find out about it and it's handled. Why? Because I look out after what comes from me. I don't care what age they are. I look out after what comes from me. Because I am a, I'm created in the image and likeness of my father. And my father is a God of providence. I'm a father of providence. Which means I always watch over what's mine. Just like you congregation is just like my children. That's why I always look out after what's mine. All I got to do is find out you in trouble. I'm there to handle it. All I got to do is find out you need help and I'm there to help it. Y'all not hearing me up in here. Praise God. Well, God is a bigger father than I am. And God says that he came to speak through Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaniah, son of my boy Aya, who's the son of Mathaniah, who's the son of Mathaniah. Mathaniah means gift of God, which means God originally started with a gift that he looks out after. Why? Because he built it. And he remembers what he built. And he beholds who's messing with it. So therefore, he's going to got an answer. Come on, y'all got to follow my, I got to follow this lineage. And that's that God gave a gift called life. But he also, but he created that life. He built that life. So he watches over that life. He remembers it. He never forgets it. And therefore, he beholds it. So he sees what you're going through and says, for he says, I got an answer. Because I've been watching everything that's been going on. But now that you brought it up, now I can deal with it. It's good to me. My boy Metaniah was a Levite. Which means one who ministers unto the Lord and his people. So Jehoshaphat was not merely a praying man. He came from a family of Levites. Excuse me, the, the, the guy who he spoke through came through a family of Levites who ministered unto God in the house of God. Which means he comes from a lineage of people who minister unto God. And every time one generation ministers unto God, then God will follow that blessing down to the fourth generation. Follow that blessing down to the fourth generation. He got generations of Levites. And now this is another Levite that ministers before God, prays before God. God says, you a praying man. It's in your DNA to pray. From that, so I got something to say. And God answers him. From verse 15 to 17, God gives the answer. Come on, let's look at the answer. I love how God makes sure the answer's in there too. So we can see what kind of answer is going to come to you too. And he said, hearken ye all Judah. Hearken means to pick up your ears. East side of Detroit say, listen up. Hearken, on the, hearken ye all Judah and all ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. And thou king Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you. Be not afraid, nor dismayed, by the reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. But the battle is not yours, but God's. This is the result of their prayer. This is the response to their prayer. And God's inviting you to enter into praise, enter into worship, enter into enter into. Uh, 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 reminding him of what he said, just like they reminded him of what he said, of what he said to them. God's inviting you to come and speak to him and talk to him and spend time with him. So, because there's an answer that he wants to give you that's equal to the answer that he's telling them too. And that is the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. That the situation you're facing ain't yours, it's mine's. That the financial situation you're in is not yours, it's mine's. 
That emotional, relational situation you're in is not yours. It's mine. Now remember, they said, I can't do nothing with it. I don't know how to handle this. I don't even have the goods to do nothing with this. God said, you don't have to. I do. That's why you don't need me to give nothing to you. I'm going to handle it myself. Whoa! I'm going to handle it myself. God said, I got... I got this. Y'all not hearing me. God's inviting you to come talk to him in the morning. So he can tell you in the morning, baby, what you're about to face. It's not yours. It's mine. That situation you're about to run into today. It's not yours. It's mine. I got you. Wake up the next morning. I got you. Wake up the next morning. I got you. Get ready to lay your head down at night. I got you. Get up the next morning. I got you. 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 To the point that you walk your life knowing he got me. So that you can be able to walk a life in a different way that you ever walked before. Walk in such a way where you know that God has already shut the devil's door. To the point that he can't come in and cause that mess no more. Because God's got you. So that even if there's a financial situation, you won't be sweating and fretting. You won't be worried or regretting because you already know that God's got you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Because the battle's not yours. It's the Lord's. Praying people know this. Praying people walk like this, live like this, talk like this, praise like this, worship like this. Because we know that God's got this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wow. God. <laughs> wow. God's got this, baby. <laughs> Don't matter what I face, I will not see disgrace because I'm walking in God's grace. God's got me, baby. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's got us. God's got us. God's got us. What you facing? God's got us. God said, that's not your problem. That's mine. That's not your battle. That's mine. You might not be able to do nothing with it, but I can do something with it. You might not be able to handle it, but I can handle it. In fact, I already handled it. I saw it coming, so I already took care of it. Hallelujah. Glory to the living God. Whoa! One, he said, now you better prick up your ears because I got something to say. It's personal. That thing that's coming against you, God said, no, it's personal. Because you talk to me personally, I'm going to handle it personally. Because you talk to me personally, I'm going to handle it personally. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning a little bit more about the intimate relationship that God wants to have with all of us. I hope even more that you learned even more about the pathways that we can take to have the increased intimacy that God wants to have with us. So, let's accept the Word of God as true, and let's take the pathways to increase intimacy with God that he laid out for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 
That's area code 210 785 Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Where the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And to all of our senior saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas, I invite all of you to an exciting fellowship that's held in Word of Faith just for you. That's called Age of Grace. Age of Grace is a monthly mature adult fellowship for saints ages 55 through 155 from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas that meets the third Saturday of every month from 9.30 a.m. until around 12 noon where our Silver Saints, our Golden Gang, and our Platinum Pack get together for food, fun, fellowship, periodic, inexpensive outings and day trips, and of course, the Word of God. There's no charge, but a free will offering is taken. If you need a ride, VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'd be glad to come and get you. So, if you've been blessed by the Lord to reach the age of grace, that's age 55 through 155, and you're up for hanging out with some other saints your age who love God, love the Word of God, and still love having fun and fellowshipping too, then Age of Grace Fellowship at Word of Faith is the perfect fellowship for you. So come on through and bring some other word-loving, fun-loving saints who are in the Age of Grace with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. And don't forget, if you're 156 years older, don't say nothing. Just call me up. I'll get you in. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 